Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com and you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind the scenes videos and two minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can also find us every Monday morning from 6 to 6.30 at bff.fm. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. in studio just on mics and on zoom uh we took a little breaky poo uh because i went on a road trip through scenic california (laughs) yes please take us away no two thousand miles what's it like out there interesting (laughs) um yeah so uh my fiance and i originally were gonna take a road trip uh to New Mexico. And a few weeks ago, we had no idea um, that they had a quarantine of two weeks because, you know, we're still in a pandemic, everyone, if you didn't know that. And uh, the only reason we found out was because Jeff's parents in Texas, who are now 80, told us about the quarantine in New Mexico. Thank goodness, because we had no idea. So we had to change our plans and it was always going to be a road trip. And so we, um, just changed it to a California road trip, which was totally fine. And uh, I felt like if we needed to turn around and come back home, that we could easily do that in California. Um, just because not all the counties, you know, in California are following uh, the rules. Not everyone's wearing a mask, as we saw as we drove around the state. And um, it was rad. It, we went to Joshua Tree, which I'd never been to ever. I've never been to that part of California. It is. I sent Ange a couple of texts. It was very magical. It's really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's something. It's like you're on another planet. <laughs> yes. The deserts, the deserts in California alone are yes. insanely beautiful. And di- the colors, the shapes, it's like you're in a underwater. Like, yes. The Joshua tree, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't know the Joshua tree, uh, that the title is, was, you know, of course, named by a Mormon um, so maybe in all the name changing stuff, they'll change that, <laughs> that at some point <laughs> to like its original name. I think it was like just the yucca tree or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if anyone can, can go to Joshua tree and it's, it's magical, uh, going at dusk is really awesome. Um, saw a lot of stars, um, mm-hmm. ate a lot of Mexican food, which was delicious. The, the taco shop we found, they had... <laughs> They had photos of Ben Affleck had been there before and like <laughs> Ray Liotta. And we're like, cool. Um, <laughs> random. Cool. Super random <laughs> that they uh, got there. Um, but the place we stayed was rad. 29 Palms in. Shout out. That place had their COVID shit together. Um, it was a hotel, huh? It's a hotel, but it's separate cottages. Mm. And they, they even have houses um, on the property and they have like this big old uh, pond with turtles in it. Um, and they had, because of COVID, which I'm not, you know, I'm not hyping COVID as this great thing, but um, we got the pool all to ourselves because they manage it out. So um, they, you have a sign up sheet in the morning and we got the 11 o'clock and we had the pool basically to ourselves for like two hours. What? Um, oh. so, yeah. <gasps> so it was rad. And, uh, yeah, 
that we had our the servers to ourselves and it was great <laughs> so um but they had their shit down they had their black lives matter sign up um they had their science matters sign up and um it was great little jackrabbits everywhere super cute i mean yeah 29 palms is the shit so if you're gonna be in joshua tree uh just look up 29 palms in uh, they are not paying for any commercial on here, but I am giving them the thumbs up. They got it down. Um, yeah, I I can't say enough about Joshua Tree. I'm, I'm we're hoping maybe to go back in the fall for like a longer longer time because we were only there for uh, got there on a Friday and left on a Sunday. So I and it's hot. So Saturday when we went into the park, I also forgot that my body doesn't really like extreme heat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that uh yeah Were there a lot of people just as tourists not really which was nice um but i you know it's the thing where i think people think because they're outside they don't need to wear a mask so i mean it was kind of a it was kind of a 50 50 um so that's always interesting i get it you know fine but if you're passing people just put a mask on Right. Um, yeah. But um, not a ton of people, no. Um, I'm sure that place gets crazy, though. Like, I bet in fall and winter and spring, it's a little more. I mean, we're there in the middle of July. So mm -hmm. we went on a, so we went when we got there on a Friday at dusk. Beautiful, gorgeous, otherworldly planet. I got the chills. I started crying. <laughs> I was like, this place is like, of course. Not crying, but teary-eyed. Um, and then Saturday morning, we're like, we're going to wake up early. We're going to go in early because it's by, you know, 10 o'clock. It's hot as hot as balls. Mm -hmm. And um, we got in there around 830. And I would say by 10, 10, 15, we're like, and we're going back to the hotel because our pool time was at 11. And it was fine. It was, it was enough time for us to walk around and do a hike, which wasn't really a hike because it was too damn hot. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, we weren't taking the dogs in. So we left them in the air conditioned room. Our little dog, Koki, was, she was not having it. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, maybe two seconds out, and, and it was, all of a sudden, she's just panting. We're like, all right, putting you back in the oh, hotel room. She can't breathe normally as it is. I know, I know. She barely has a nose. Right, exactly. Um, we also got to have dinner with a friend of ours in, in Palm Springs. Palm Springs is whatever. Oh, I don't think I ever, I'd only go there to visit our friend. Because we went out to dinner. It's like downtown Scottsdale. I'm sure. I don't know if you've been to downtown Scottsdale, Char, but it's nothing. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. And he was telling us, our friend was like, yeah, you just have to be careful what you talk about around here. And then he was like, and, and Palm Springs is a hotspot because you have a lot of people that are Republicans and don't believe that this is a thing. and aren't wearing their masks. So, um, we saw, I think pretty much everyone we saw, they had a mask on. So it's weird. Palm Springs is whatever though. I get yeah, it. It's really pretty, but yeah, I don't know. That scares me because our friend of the show, Nan is out in Palm Springs and she's oh 80 something. <laughs> like there's she no, probably just stays home. Yeah. She's, she's, safe but still you know scary yeah um and then we headed up to um 
We did see some, well, I did <laughs> when we started and then I'm like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Uh, there are a couple of stops. There's one stop in particular that was a gas station. Two guys not wearing a mask inside, even though it says you're supposed to wear a mask. And I was coming out of, was coming out of one of them. This guy was coming in and I said, I don't remember if I was like, wear a mask or where's your mask, which I probably shouldn't have done. And he stopped and he like came back out of the store and I was like, yeah, I'm talking to you, <laughs> talking to you. And then he just walked back in with still without a mask on. And I was like, yeah, we're in the, we're in the Valley. I probably shouldn't say anything. So I just kept my mouth shut. It's just so rude. Just rude. Yeah, and it's interesting. A lot of these, a lot of these videos that go viral, so many of them are from California. You know, like you think. I believe it. Everybody thinks of California as this big liberal, neoliberal. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> it's a big state. There's a lot of it's motherfuckers very, that live in this state. It's a very big state. And there are many pockets of yeah. It's it's shocking. Not that far from here. No, <laughs> it's not. Here. It's not far from here, and um. Yeah, so I just kept my mouth shut. I just wore my mask. Um, yeah, and then we saw a homemade sign down in LA that said, freedom is essential. And we're like, all right. Um, <laughs> and uh, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I mean, I know what it means. But yeah, okay, uh, sure. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. And then we went to Pismo um, Beach after that. We drove there. I do not recommend going there during the pandemic. Um, mm. I kind of had a bit of a, a anxiety attack. We we're walking in their downtown, which isn't big at all. And it was way too crowded. I don't understand their restaurants. There were people in the restaurants that were sort of have outside seating, but very close together, not spaced out. There were people with masks on, without masks on. We turned around and left. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, so we went to Avila Beach that's not too far from Pismo. Have you been there, Char? Yeah, I do. It's uh, super cute. Yeah, there's, there used to be a big um, beer festival that I used to go to every year there. Oh, I can mm. see that. In Avila? Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. you know, I, I grew up with the uh, – well, I didn't grow up. My brother my brother went to Cal Poly, so I would go to – Oh, so you know to, it. I'd go to Slow. I'd go to, I'd go to uh, Splash Cafe in Pismo and – Avila and there was like a triathlon that we all used to like go to every year and like there's all kinds of stuff I do on the mid, oh, mid coast. Oh all right. Avila Beach is real nice. Oh Avila's great. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, we stayed on a we used to stay at one of those hotels like right right along the water over there. Nice. Yeah, we were just we were just down there for one night. And then Jeff took me to Morro, Morro Bay, which I'd never been to either. Mm -hmm. um, his favorite place is Libertines. I'm sure Char's been there. Mm -hmm. Maybe the bar. They right. weren't open at all. And they even have outdoor seating. That's the one thing he was talking about for like two months. Um, <laughs> was going to go to this place. And, you know, just with everything, everyone's changing their hours and days open and blah, blah, blah. So, um, but Morro Bay is really cool. Um, Went through uh, the valley again, stopped at a winery just because we could, and they were open, and it was super chill because no one was there. It was a weekday, and then um, just came back up through Pacific Grove, which was cool, um, close to Monterey, and um, super chill again, and then we were up in Mendocino for a couple nights. I mean, if you want to go to Mendocino on a weekday, I highly recommend it. Again, super chill. Mm -hmm. um, just doing to-go food. Um, 
just being people seem to be somewhat mindful we like a place called the andiron inn they were very good about the covid stuff contactless um check-in had a bag full of gloves and masks and they made their own um sanit hand sanitizer which was rad um they have goats on their property and it's we just like that place a lot so um the owners are actually i think they live in berkeley um but I highly recommend the Andiron. And then we just kept driving up the one and went to Princess Seafood, our favorite place, run by women who are fisherwomen, um, had a delicious crab roll. Still dreaming about, about that crab oh. roll. <laughs> I know, sorry. Garlic and butter and delicious. Mm, now I'm hungry. Um, and then I don't know if you guys have, either of you taken the one past Mendocino, past Fort Bragg to the redwoods like up to eureka area oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. that drive is special yeah and, and you're still in california and i right. think that like the it's not even about being a california snob it's just i'm in awe of what mm -hmm. we have just in this state yeah it's insane you just talked about debt from desert yeah. to beach to redwoods yeah like that's incredible it's crazy that's, that's it's my crazy. childhood right there is a. Uh, camping up in the redwoods every every summer up like eureka redwoods yeah, yeah or past that yeah going through all the yeah like taking that drive with with my parents and my my brother and going camping up and down that highway is uh yeah i love that i love like when i i haven't been there in years but like if, if i drive through there and you're like driving down and you're just looking up and you're like dude this is so awesome mm -hmm. it feel cool. like a, a like a small like a you feel like honey i shrunk the kids yeah. to those trees like am i normal size or is are they just gigantic they are gigantic yeah. and thousands of years old if not older and yeah so you do the coast and then all of a sudden you're in the redwoods like it literally. hits you yeah and yeah. um it's beautiful and um yeah, I'd never been up there at all. Uh, never been to Eureka, which was interesting. They have a lot of Victorian houses um, because, you know, back in the day, they they were they were getting those redwoods and they were making these huge houses not only up there but in San Francisco. So very similar looking. Um, Shar, did you ever go to? Do you know Samoa and Manila? Like those two? I don't think so. Eureka there's a bay and then across the bay there's Samoa and Manila we we're like what wow, I um, so. <laughs> yeah it was a little random but we stumbled across this place called Humboldt Bay Social Club uh which was rad and we sat there and had some wine and beer and it's one of those places where you can buy oysters there and grill them there or they mm. had sausage like the place in Reno that we we're trying to go to mm. Remember where you could buy meat and then grill it there, and then we didn't do it though. Do you remember that place? Or no? Oh yeah, that a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. The, you like just buy it from them and you grill your own. Place. So they it have had, all these had a big grills. Pig on it, right? Yes, it had a big old pig. So they we didn't do it, but um, it had fire pits and stuff, and mm -hmm. that was rad. Um, but yeah, the redwoods are again like yeah, Joshua Tree in the redwoods, man. Mm -hmm. Nature's pretty special. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'll it, say and then we came home so it's it's funny growing up all my my mom that's what my mom loves to do she loves to drive because she wants to see the country she wants to like you know we when I was 12 or 13 we drove from here to Florida and went wow. up on the way back it was okay. like a two-week trip 
of us and it was like and i visited like 30 of the 30 of the states you know just driving and looking and seeing the country and back then when you're like a eight nine ten eleven year old kid you're like this sucks i won't be a car right. for this long yeah i remember going when i'm older i'm gonna fly everywhere and right I, I, know I drive everywhere because <laughs> yes, I, love, you do. <laughs> I love seeing stuff and it's just like i appreciate it so much more because i was like yeah i've seen a lot of the country that way and it's awesome and it is mm-hmm. awesome yeah um yeah actually i was just thinking I, the only thing and we were telling our neighbors this last night the only thing you know of course be, we're in a pandemic and things are not normal but it, it did suck not to be able to just go to your local like there was an awesome bar in 29 palms like just down the street from us and they had this little sign over it that was like we ain't fancy but we got drinks or something like that i'm like that would have been our bar for like <laughs> you know like yeah. there's just those and then up in eureka i mean there was a place called like AQ or something. It was like steaks and cocktails. We're like, man, <laughs> like that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are just the little things, just, you know, wandering into places and, and not being able to really do that. Um, and just having rando conversations with people. But, um, but man, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is weird. It's like, it's like a, obviously on a much smaller scale, but it's like the walking dead. You're going to these towns Very much that so. seem like, ghost towns now i mean our yes. own city san francisco yeah. is a, a ghost a shell of itself yeah so, like thankfully you had you had that nature to kind of just pull Breathe. you into yeah pull you into some sort of peace you know but because it's not like i don't want to go visit the world's biggest cities right now that's the last place i want to be i want to be in nature if i'm gonna yeah be- yeah we got to see elk uh oh nice up in eureka and that area humboldt they're huge and there are babies (laughs) and they're it was cool um yeah i don't know the redwoods are special (laughs) that's all i have to say they're just i want to camp up there seriously um so much fun i bet it's awesome it's like the same reason why like older people like you're around these ancient trees they have so much energy <laughs> and there's wisdom in them there is there's something they're yes. whispering to you you know yes. it's like little fairies from the tree well i also did a lot of mushrooms when i went up there because my friend, you should as you my should friend went to humboldt so when i was oh. in college we'd visit her so maybe that's why but i do feel like those trees really speak to you and i mean obviously the oxygen levels are just you know it's so the air is so clean and beautiful but yeah, there's some sort of wisdom and, and peace and energy that you get from, that you don't get in any other nature. No. I was also going to say Joshua Tree, I, what I really liked was the silence because that the desert is quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. It's like there's no wind. There's nothing. And I, I don't know. I liked it. It's, it's eerie, but I really liked it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be uh, looking for my, my compound. Uh, <laughs> my compound area around there so no it's too hot i couldn't do the desert full time but um i like the heat but my body doesn't like it maybe we get used to it but hmm. mm-mm, mm-mm. Are, are you are you coming i lose back? a lot of weight are you coming back feeling refreshed how are you feeling you're like oh okay ready to check back in no i don't want to check back in <laughs> <laughs> I kept, we kept making stops on the way home because I'm like, I don't want to go home yet. Yeah, you're like, wait, that gas station looks good. Let's stop there for half an hour. Seriously, I'm like, let's go eat at this burger stand in Cloverdale for an hour. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to come back. (laughs) I'm not fully back yet. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to-do list. I don't want to do this shit. 
Um, I want to work on bitch talk, but I don't want to do anything else. So anyways. Right. <laughs> How y'all doing? That was a whole oh. 18 minutes plus. You okay? <laughs> what happened? No, it was a, a, a weird week. It was. It was a weird week. My, my sister, who's living in L.A., she moved in with her in-laws during coronavirus oh. to be safe. To be safe. Um, because she, it's a long story, but she rents a room from someone who's an essential worker. He's the x-ray technician. So okay. anyway, on Monday, we found out that her father-in-law has COVID. He's in the hospital. So we're like oh, minor shit. heart attack, you know, like totally freaking out. My sister has lupus. Like she's not a person that you, nobody wants to catch it. Right. But like, so anyway, for like four days, we were just like, it was just very stressful. It turned her test came back negative. So it's all good. But there was like that going on. But then on Friday, one of my best friends that I've known since fourth grade gave birth. So oh, that happened. So then the I was one like, that you threw a, that you threw. Yeah. A yep. Birth, the labor versus birth shower. Birth. A baby shower. <laughs> Ew. That's a yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gave birth on Friday. So then it's like that, you know, it's that whole roller coaster of emotions. But it's a, yeah. a weird week. Happy it's over. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I'm excited. There's a new little baby in the family, in my Aww. friend's family. So so that was good. And yeah, I don't know. She was in the hospital for a minute. A month. Yeah. Jesus. With, with uh, preeclampsia. Yeah. Wow. And, um, She's still in the hospital. Actually, she gave birth on Friday because they're just trying to get her blood pressure under control. But the baby's beautiful. All's good. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was fun. It's exactly okay. what I needed to to end my week because it was pretty stressful for a minute. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gary, I know. Shari, you doing okay? Were you busy yeah. or were you able to take any time off? No, I it was. I was able to take off, uh, some time off uh, from Grandma. That that was kind of. That's the most kind of the most important. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, no, kind of, yes, no. Well, my uh, since my dad's back, um, my dad was able to like they're trying to do the transition. Uh, well, you guys know we haven't talked about it much on the air, but my grandma, my ninety-one year, my ninety-one year old grandma now she just turned ninety-one on Thursday, is uh, she's gonna um, she's gonna start living with my dad pretty soon here you know good and um but it's like the transition of as you know you know watching you know a 91 a a 91 year old or a 90 year old uh part with all of her stuff Uh, (laughs) and um mm -hmm. her place in daily city that she's lived there for 45 years is uh and you know and uh we haven't sold our house there yet but we're going to be soon so it's like we got to start getting that done and she knows yep. that she's going to be going to my dad's and and but then you know she's got all that anxiety among other things that are just mm. kind of you know bothering her so that's a lot of like if i'm not here with you guys or if i'm not here if i'm not working and recording or whatever all my other time is in daily city you know spending time with my grandma to make sure that you know she's you know not feeling alone and overwhelmed and and whatnot and uh but there was a point where uh my aunt and uncle who live upstairs weren't going to be home for about a week and I was and so I had to stay there for like four days straight and staying there for four days straight with a with 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 a 90 year old that's kind of borderline you know old people dementia 
you know mm-hmm. it's just like i was just like dad you gotta get over here you that's gotta intense you gotta finish yeah. your quarantine you gotta get over here and you gotta give me a break yes shit. He, he straight up came over and uh there was no convincing her otherwise except my dad was the only one i was like dad that's your job your job is to make sure that she goes with you everybody's okay with it and she's and he was able to get her to go out there and so she's been there for about a week and a half now and then she's gonna yeah. go back she's gonna go back but then we all like on her birthday on thursday we all my brother and i and um her other son we all like celebrated like about you know like about six or seven of us just kind of celebrated with her like with a cake and you know a little bit of a pizza party and we talked out kind of what the next few months are gonna look like so i'm like okay cool so this is gonna be like a little bit of it's more of a transition than me like the only person that can help take care of grandma (laughs) right the band-aid basically like like i don't have enough stuff to do but i i'm completely you know i'm not complaining about doing it it's just that it's you know it's it's a a lot lot. it is a little bit of a lot and it's a little bit of a it's a it's a mental it's a mental exercise for sure like when you it takes a toll Mm -hmm. i I know i'm gonna be there for if i know that i'm I'm gonna be there for two or three days i'll just be like i'm not gonna have time for much else because you just kind of are like just kind of on on the monitor yeah you have to watch yeah well have you been uh to to counter that have you been excited about and or watching baseball the the i have baseball because i have some thoughts and i am baseball fans and i am but uh uh, who wants does anyone i'm just i'm here for it i i have to be on it so our our listeners probably don't know because i don't think well i mean in, in the early bitch talk we we talked about baseball a lot um but I was a huge fan. I grew up a Giants fan. Uh, it was the thing that my dad and I had, you know, in common. Uh, and I was brought up going to Candlestick. And then I ended up working for the Giants for a couple of seasons, which was rad. Um, I started a blog called Urban Baseball Chick. And uh, that was fun. And um, and then I think once Trump was elected, not even I think, once Trump was elected president, I I just, I had to move. I couldn't, I couldn't be involved with everything all the time and, and following baseball all the time. And I was just, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot in baseball that's not for women um, or people of color. And I think with the Trump presidency that really, I don't know, magnified that situation in baseball for me. And, um, and working in baseball as a woman of color is, uh, is really not the greatest thing. It's it's not terrible, but there's there's a lot I'm sure I could talk to maybe Rennell about because um, she's been in baseball now for 21 years, I think. Um, so I I actually just kind of uh, somehow disengaged with baseball over the last few years. Um, and I think knowing when you know players that you love uh, also supported Trump, you're like, well, I'm. I don't know if I can support this anymore. And also um, owners. Mm-hmm. And the Giants have kind of just fell apart a little bit too over the last few years. I mean, let's not talk about their ownership too. And um, anyways, so I fell off. But then this week we we're on the road and we saw that it was coming back. And then all of a sudden Black Lives Matter. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Major League Baseball, but I'm here for it. 
and I'm interested and that the Giants also have, I forgot that they brought on the first woman that coach. Was, yes. That's totally what I forgot to talk about. <laughs> and that they brought yeah. her in. I was like, all right, Giants, uh, you have my attention again. So they're doing yeah. all the things right, I feel. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. go ahead, Char. Go ahead, Char. No, I was just saying that, <laughs> it, like, if there's anything, is like a... Uh, seeing a female first base coach for the Bay Bridge series, you know, before the season actually started, was pretty badass. It was just like, holy crap, you know, it's like she was, you know, she was in there. She's not just, you know, some, she, well, you know, for those, for those games, she wasn't some person in, you know, in the clubhouse uh, or in the dugout. She was right. you know, on the field and a you face know, of, yeah. Right. Which was, yeah. was pretty cool. And I actually remember thinking, I was like, dude, we got to have her on the show. Exactly. Uh, yes, 100 million <laughs> well, that, percent. So that's, yeah, that's why I brought it up because I don't necessarily watch. I'd rather be at a baseball game. I don't really like, I don't think it's as fun to watch it on TV, but I, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Her name's Alyssa Nackin. And um, after the game, her jersey was sent to the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Oh, like wow. it's really fucking cool that she's like not only the first female coach in MLB history, but she, like you said, she's at first at first base, and um, and now her jersey's going to be up at the museum. And I mean, it's been a big year for women in sports. You know, Katie Sowers was the first uh, female uh, to coach at the Super Bowl this year. Oh, right, the Niners. Uh, for I keep the forgetting Niners. also that the that the Niners went to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, that. well, I mean, they fucking blew it. You know, I know, I know. The second I know. half, but but right. still, it's been a big year for women, and you know, and obviously, there's so many issues with with sports. If you're talking about you know representation and and females and whatever, but these are big steps, and it's awesome. It was really cool to see. I was like, did we? Did I fall asleep and wake up in a different year? Like when all the stuff <laughs> with MLB was happening, and like I, it's just been, I'm 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 loving it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I feel like I can actually engage again with baseball. Uh, I wasn't being very articulate earlier. I just, I have a lot of issues with all sorts of sports, but baseball, it was sad because I love, I just, I loved it. I loved it so much and um, I fell out of love, but they're, they're bringing me back a little bit. Will I pay for a ticket ever again? I don't know about that. Uh, free tickets are always nice, um, but uh yeah, I'm, I'm interested and, and I'm, uh, it's been interesting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's almost like they, it's, it's, it's like they learned a lesson from what not to do from the NFL because the NFL, you know, Oh God, they just can't make up their mind. As, as everybody knows, you know, like they, you know, until this day, blacklisted Colin Kaepernick for taking the knee. Yeah. And, and they, and it looks like baseball basically went okay here's an opportunity and let's not do that mm-hmm. let's yeah su- let's support this you know wholeheartedly which they did but you know. they went from like zero to 60 though because <laughs> yeah, it was no, like no, for sure they changed the logo of mlb every i think pitcher's mound has black lives matter on it like mm-hmm. same did. with basketball basketball is doing it too basketball I forgot has that it even basketball came back yeah on the floor of um the court says black lives matter and and i mean so many basketball players have been speaking up you know obviously famously lebron james but like a lot of them and writing breonna taylor on their shoes and you know did you see the WNBA yesterday 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the jerseys. Um, yeah. Yes. With Brianna Taylor's mm-hmm. name on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's great. And, you know, hopefully it, it keeps, it keeps going. Yeah. But I, well, what I was about to say was the COVID, I don't, I forget which team it was today. Jeff told me. The Marlins. Might have been a Flor- the Florida team. Yeah. The Marlins. Yeah. Basically like half the team has COVID. No, like 14. Mm. It's the coach and then players. So I was like, I don't know. See, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like maybe are they bringing sports back too soon? Probably. Everything has been brought back too soon. So it's like, yeah, one step forward, two steps back. Like we're happy that they're making all these statements, sure. But now they're, you know, it's just like all these worlds coexist at the same time. Like you shouldn't be coming back too soon, but I'm glad that you're making a statement. But why are you doing that? You know, it's just like your head's Yeah, I feel crazy. Like I feel crazy. Yeah. Like. I'm like, this movement's awesome, but we're also still in a pandemic. So, and then you have players being tested and they're tested, they test positive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's it all for, really? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then the Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't figure it out. Like, NFL, just go away for a year. Yeah, fuck off. Figure for yourselves real. out. For real. I. <laughs> Isn't it just called the Washington football team now? Yeah, for now. They're interim name. Well, I saw our our friend, Rafa, Rafael Cazal, he posted something in his Instagram stories, and I had showed Jeff, and he didn't realize that it was real. He's Because we were laughing. We're like, oh, this is hilarious, Washington football team. And then then Rafa put something like, all you have to do is change out the Indian and just put a – or Native American, and then you just put a football in there, and it would be fine. And then it's generic as fuck, though. It's just weird. Like, I I was like, they must have people on one side being like, we're not changing the name. Then you have the other people on the other side, like, we're changing the name. But then it, they can't figure out how to <laughs> how to come together and do it. So now it's just called the Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit show. I don't know. And you saw that Dump was going to throw out the first pitch. Did you oh, see that God. for the Yankees? Was it the Yankees? Yeah. And I was like, he's supposedly, not going to throw out the first. And the, no, he already said he's not. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, but he wasn't ever going to. Come on. Like, right. It wasn't going to happen. And but then after the Fauci's. Right. Well, I didn't even see it. Was it, was, it not good? It wasn't, it wasn't the best that I've seen. Well, yeah, he's, that's a, okay. he's want. busy. He's busy. Right. He's busy. <laughs> he's, doesn't, he's not playing baseball for shits and giggles. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening out there. <laughs> this year is fucking crazy. Um, on a on a last note, because yet again we're over thirty minutes. Um, our friends, the Ross brothers, sent us uh, the sound oh the playlist. Goddamn, bloody nose, empty pockets, and um, yeah, we were playing that on vacation a lot. I've been listening to it ever since also and i learned i learned a new ukulele song because of it like i I just i learned um you make me feel like dancing oh i love that song you make me me feel like dancing i'm gonna dance in the highway yeah i I told them i asked if we could talk about it and, and promote and they said hell yes so you guys go find uh the bloody nose empty pockets playlist on spotify it's by the ross brothers um it's fun, even so if, you good. Seen, if you haven't seen the film. But if that playlist inspires you to see the film, go see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's streaming kind of everywhere. So, um, yeah, so we're back, and uh, things are still the same. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you barely missed us because we had a bunch of 
awesome. So I mean, we did have a pretty rad week. If you haven't listened, we yeah. had uh, the director of voting rights project, Dale Ho, on, and he is actually featured in the documentary called The Fight, which opens this week on Friday. Uh, we also had the Go-Go's on and the director of the Go-Go's documentary, uh, Allison Elwood, uh, on a red carpet in, at Sundance. And then we also had uh, a guy named Ron Howard on, if you don't know who he is, <laughs> Google his name. Uh, he directed a documentary, um, his first verite documentary uh, called Rebuilding Paradise, which also comes out on July 31st, this Friday. Um, and uh, it's pretty powerful. So uh, it's about the fires that happened up, the campfire slash par paradise fire uh, up in uh, Northern California in 2018 uh, that devastated the city of paradise. So yeah, we just, we chatted with him briefly. <laughs> at Sundance and uh, Uncle Ronnie as we like to call him Uncle Ron so yeah, yeah we had a hell badass week, week. <laughs> yeah, wasn't so wasn't so shabby so you know hang in there we'll be hanging in as well and thank you as always for listening thank you if you like what you hear rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts for more information about us you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com this podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>